Hello, everybody. Welcome to Horror Movie Yearbook. I'm Willie, and with me is my uh, fabulous co-host, yeah. Mr. Tim Long. Yes, that is me. Tim, I was holding back a burp the entire time I was doing that intro. <laughs> I let it out while you were saying, always, yes, that's me. I do those. I haven't done one in a while, the Adderall, and I always have like Coke Zero or oh. some sort of pop next oh, to me. Oh, no. And you, uh, if anybody wants you, if any... A freak out there wants to that listens to this wants to go back and count the times I burped on air and refuse to edit it out because I don't want to edit anything. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Because it's just some added flavor, you know? <laughs> yeah, li- yeah, literally. literally. Yeah, literally. Um, have you seen the Sprite challenge everybody's doing? No. What is yeah, this? You have to chug a 20 ounce of Sprite without burping. It's impossible. Too much information here. One time, <laughs> I was in college. Yeah. Uh, this okay. will make sense. Let's, you yeah. Know. Um, you, gotta, you gotta lead with that. Uh, I... <laughs> I don't think I've I can't remember any time I projectile vomited in my life except for this time. Okay. <laughs> so I just spoiled the story for everybody here. But I want everybody to know what's coming is I had um leftover tuna helper. I had been out the night before. I had left over tuna helper oh, so and I was just drinking flat sprite out of the uh out of the two liter. Oh. <laughs> it's all I had, man. And then I yeah, I proceeded to just out like kind of like Team America style. I think anybody would. <laughs> After some tuna helper and some flat sprites, <laughs> so uh, let's see how many people uh, tuned out for this episode. Start skipping ahead now, but uh, since we're talking about barf, let's just get yeah. out of the way. Yeah, go for it. Um, I was in early college and early college years. There, probably I was probably like I wasn't old enough to drink, but I was drinking um, and uh, ate a bunch of pizza rolls. Yeah, and got sick. And I kid you not, and I, I swear to this day, I. I promise you this is the truth in the midst of the pizza rolls exiting my body through my mouth uh, a full pizza roll came out <laughs> so somehow i swallowed an I entire swallowed pizza, pizza roll without yeah. knowing kind of like a, you swallowed a whole pizza roll like a bug yes like you were, yes. you were on the highway on a motorcycle and a it, pizza roll flew into your mouth. it was a stealth pizza roll and it made its way right there yeah the to- whole the whole pizza roll came out totino's uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's Totinos or, or Tonys. So. Yeah, I don't play around with anything but Totinos <laughs> when I when I rock pizza rolls. Do you dip your pizza rolls in anything when you have pizza no, rolls? No. No. Are you a ranch guy? No, actually. Okay. I am a ranch guy. Okay. For like, I dip my pizza in ranch and stuff, but pizza rolls must be dipped in sour cream. Okay. Try I it can... once. If you like sour cream, I do like sour cream. I like it more than ranch. I'm not a ranch. Try guy. it once. Okay. I I uh, I introduced my wife to the the pizza rolls and sour cream thing. Okay. And uh, it's it's just so good because it cools the the ah, just it's, it's it's a beautiful mix. <laughs> I haven't had pizza rolls in a while. Uh, it's been a long time for me. But I have not been eating healthy lately, so I may as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, go for it. It's the holidays now. We might as well go out. Get, get go you out. a bag, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Get a bag of pizza rolls and yep. some sour cream and just sit home. Just dip. Just dip it right in the bowl. <laughs> sour cream, the container. Um, a so dollop, when you, a dollop so when you open it next time, say, yeah. yeah. When you open it next time, it's gross and it's got like. <laughs> Pizza rolls. Just orange. Just yes. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Well, hey, we do not have any feedback this time around, but if you would like to leave us some feedback, you can do that. You can email us, horrormovieyearbook at gmail.com. You can Twitter us at HMYearbook, for a while at least. Not sure how much longer that'll be active. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. So, uh, yeah, find us there. Send us ideas for- We're not for- jumping on any of these other like things that people are jumping on now. 
because they're getting off of Twitter. I see like everybody's jumping on Hive now. They're I'm like, not I'm doing going any of that. We're no. not going anywhere. Which is, <laughs> you could get at us. You could get at us. You email us. Write us a letter if you want. Yeah, if Twitter I, goes away. Yeah, I'm barely on Twitter. <laughs> I'm barely on Instagram. I'm on Facebook more than I care to admit. Once those things die, mm-hmm. I'm not getting social media to replace them. No. So. No, um, we've got the Discord. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Discord. Scope us out on Discord. Yes. Check out our Patreon and become part of the conversation there. There's lots of fun stuff going on all the time yeah. on that Discord. Um, yeah, speaking of our of our compatriots in the uh, Midwest Podcast Network, what are the uh, what are the, the old game nerds up to? The game nerds have first impression of God of War Ragnarok. Uh, first impression of that, but more importantly, for all of our listeners here that are listening... Mm. Um, they are going to be talking about Black Friday deals. Yeah, we've talked good. about this. It's out now. Yes, uh, I think it just dropped like today or yesterday. I don't know. Excellent. New, but they're talking about Black Friday deals. So though that's always good. Um, when you're playing video games, I've recently been playing a video game. I'm going to talk about it real quick. Uh, the game nerds, I don't believe, have covered it yet. Uh, but if they want me to be on there, please let me know because <laughs> I am two levels into Sonic Frontiers. Uh, which is like the new open world Sonic game. And nice. It's kind of fun. It's fun. I haven't played a Sonic game. I played a, the one that was kind of like the old school one. Was it Sonic Mania? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I played that. And that was that. fun. Yeah. But like the 3D ones, I may have played like Sonic Colors or something. I don't remember. I remember playing like Sonic Adventure when it came out on okay. Dreamcast. Yeah. It was all right. I, do you remember the first Sonic 3D for Sega? I do. I have it. You had the little birds and stuff chasing yeah. you around? Yep. yep. I played that one. Um, but yeah, it's a hard game to play because it. It's weird. It's like kind of 3D. Yeah, they were playing around with it. Cause that was pre-Mario 64, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz that was on uh I think that was on Genesis. Genesis, wasn't it? Genesis and probably whatever the one that came out around the same time Genesis did. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I have been playing that. And I've been having a lot of fun with it, honestly. That's good. It's pretty I mean, it's it's kind of janky at times and like it you can tell it's the ambition is greater than the uh Execution in points. Okay, but I like how I don't know. I like that they're doing something with Sonic. I, I mean, no, it's of, good. Plenty of Sonic lore too, which is very important for so much lore. <laughs> Sonic has a lot of lore. Yeah, um, a lot of characters. A lot of characters. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like, there's like comics, of course. I used to read the Archie ones. But, uh, I always liked Espio the Chameleon. He was cool. There's this guy. Yeah, Big the Cat. Big the is Cat. My, yeah, he's my guy. He's, he's sweet. My guy. <laughs> he's kind of chills. And of course, Knuckles. You meet Knuckles um, in this game. Spoiler. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty early though, so I'm yeah. not spoiling anything too much. But like the first thing he does is like want to punch you, but he can't. <laughs> Sweet. He has, he has problems. Oh. So yeah, he has rage problems. So anyway. Well, he's knuckles. Have you been playing anything lately? No. <laughs> I knew the answer to that, but <laughs> I just want to make sure. I just no, want to make sure. No, I appreciate you asking though. Yeah. Um, no games for me. I don't know when the next time I'm gonna play a game is. Probably Resident Evil Four remake when it comes out. When is that? Uh, March. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I was bummed at first because they were like, "Oh, PS5," and I, I, I do not have a PS5. I, my understanding is they're still very hard to get. Yeah. And I also don't have it in my budget right now to be just buying a PS5. So, um, yeah. But then they announced they're going to do the previous generation too. So nice. Yeah. I yeah, I'm, I'm still on the fence on that because I just beat four on. Oh, I beat four. I think it was I played it on um I played it on PS five, but it was on the PlayStation Network, whatever it was. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I beat it on Switch. I can't remember at this point. You beat anyway. Four. I just beat it like not too long. So it feels kind of weird to like play a remake already, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, because there's no like nostalgia for you. No, it's and it's like so. Re- and games are different. Like 
I can't pick up a story. I'm different with games where I can't pick up a story game like that, like a story based game like that, and yeah. play it again. I can pick up like Breath of the Wild and just run around for a little bit. Um, I wonder if they'll do enough different stuff in the remake that it'll be like I don't know. You're gonna be my test run. You're, I'll let you know. You're gonna be like I'm, you're gonna be my eyes and ears on the street. I know it's more horror oriented than the original. Okay. They're focusing more on the horror aspect and not as much on the action. I mean, there's action, but the chainsaw guy is still running around. Perfect. Remember him? Yes. <clears throat> Dr. Salvador. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, all right. You want to get into this bracket? Yeah, we got we got we got some bracketology here. Um, we do. Tim, you had this idea for a number two bracket. Yes. Uh, we're not talking about our our, our favorite poops. No, we've, we've already taken. talked about ratemypoop.com. On here. Yes, of course. Um, we are talking about um, number twos in various horror franchises. So this is not a sequel uh, bracket per se. This is strictly a second chapter. Yeah. Bracket. And there are a lot of them. I'm excited. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I I had some I put the yeah, put together this bracket. I had some criteria for it at first. Like I tried to pick stuff at first that was from franchises over five. Like I didn't want to just put like a pumpkin head two in here. Like I wanted to pick something from longer running franchises so we could get like a better like more context w- within the franchise as well sure then i just then i really because i started my cutoff point was five and then i realized like i don't want because then like i was leaving evil dead two out i was leaving the conjuring two out i'm like i want to put those in so i just kind of well it went with my gut yeah well the thing is if though to be fair if you look at like the expanded conjuring like universe there are five chapters in that thing right and when you look at evil dead there's also the remake of Evil Dead, and there is um, the TV show. The TV show, yes. So I think that's enough to warrant the inclusion of those those two. For yeah. sure, for sure. And just a reminder of how we do things, because it's uh, been a while since we've done a bracket. These are not how we rank them, one through sixteen. These are based off of IMDb.com ratings, user mm. ratings. Yes. So if you have a problem with this, uh, take it up with yourself, because you may have rated these on IMDb. Yeah, or the people that rate movies on IMDb. Yes. Have you ever rated a movie on IMDb? Probably. I have, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. I, I probably have. But yeah, but I'm with you. It's been a long time. I do use the ratings, but it's more out of curiosity. Like, I don't base my viewing on them. I no. Like to, I like to see, like, especially when it comes to franchises, I like to see what the general... I use it for, like, general consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's it's probably one of the better ways we can get, like, an idea of the... Because Rotten Tomatoes doesn't really do it with audience. They do it with audiences with new movies. But, like, older movies, I, it, it's spottier. You can't really... Yeah. So I like to use it as kind of like a general consensus on a movie. It's the best we've got when yeah. it comes to that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, it's not great. It's not perfect. But... Maybe I should start rating them as like a way to help out. You know what I mean? So like, to contribute, to contribute, and to like counteract like some of the troll. Oh ratings. yeah. Like, but I don't want to just go in there and say like, um, what's what's a movie that gets trolled a lot now? Like, oh, I don't know. Well, the Ghostbusters, the Lady yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, Lady Ghostbusters. Yeah. So like, someone gives her one, and I'm like, well, I didn't. But I don't want to go on there and just like ten. I want to be like, well, it's not my favorite. It's not a ten. It's not. A ten. It, I'm gonna give it an actual rating, like my rating, but it's not a one either. <laughs> so. Right. So yeah, that, yeah, it's a movie that can be watched. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. That's, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we use to rank these. So Indeed. So there we go. You ready to get started here with our uh, first Yeah, matchup. I think I'm ready. Yeah. I, I think we're going to go on the one seed side and just go right down that side of the bracket. Right down the side, okay. If you are cool with that. So you like to pick these on air. Yeah, I mean, I've looked at the bracket a few times You've looked at the sure. bracket. You know, yeah. Um, and, and do I have a general idea of what's going to wind up? 
you know, making it to the end. Yeah, I think so. But sometimes you, I, I don't like to. Ju- I don't like to overthink. Yeah, like, I like to over. My- I like to overthink because I've got stuff. I like. I have picked. I'm like. I can't pick right now. There's a matchup coming up. Let's get an easy one out of the way, though. I think. Uh, yeah. Evil Dead Two is our number one seed because uh, that yes. had a IMDb rating of seven point seven. The lone survivor of an onslaught of flesh-possessing spirits holds up in a cabin with a group of strangers while the demons continue their attack. Yes. And that is taking on Leprechaun 2 with a 4.6 rating on IMDb. On his thousandth birthday, an evil Leprechaun selects the descendant of one of his slaves to have as his bride, leaving it up to the girl's boyfriend to save her. (laughs) I forgot what that movie was about until you... (laughs) Ran through it, uh, Willie. What do you? What uh? Who you got here? Who you got? Who's your pick? <laughs> it's Evil Dead Two. <laughs> I mean, uh, I. There's no. I'm not. You know. I don't know. It. There's no way it was ever going to be Leprechaun Two. I will say with Leprechaun Two, the the issue with that movie in particular, is that like, I remember most of Leprechaun One, like the gist. And I don't know if that's because it's the first or because Jennifer Aniston's... I don't... Like, I remember the movie. I remember Leprechaun 3 because that's where he's in Vegas. That's the Vegas one, yep. I remember 4 because that's where he's in space. Space, yeah. I remember 5 and 6 because that's the hood. Yep. I even remember the, the crappy Hornswoggle one. So, like... But, like, I remember nothing about 2. Yeah. Nothing. So, so, I'm going to try to refresh your memory here. Oh, boy. Because I had to refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah. This is the one with Uncle Morty. You remember Uncle Morty? He's like the con man. He's kind of like a drunk. He's like the con man. He tries to con the leprechaun at one point, and the leprechaun makes a pot of gold appear in his stomach, and it, like, exp- it like expands in his stomach. Okay. I kind of do remember that. So, here are some of the kills, though. This one takes place on St. Patrick's. Day. Is this propeller boobs? This is propeller boobs. Okay, that's a good part. Yep, this is where the guy gets his face chopped up by the blade boobs. Yeah. Um, there's also a good face steam kill in this. Okay. Um, this is directed by. There's some fun kills in this one. This one's directed by Rodman Flender. Rodman Flender, yeah. Who did the terrific Idle Hands? Yes. Yeah. Is this the pogo stick kill one too? Uh, that sounds right, but I don't quote me on that. I think he pogo sticks again to write death. That, <laughs> didn't write that yeah, one down. Pretty sure. Um. Yeah, there are some fun kills in Leprechaun too. It's, sure. Yeah. Warwick Davis is always a, a treat a to watch. It's yeah. a Leprechaun movie. What do you want? Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah. I've got Evil Dead too as well, but yes, um, yes. Uh, Leprechaun. Too, um, yeah, I kind of remember it, um, but I'm, I don't know. It's it's a it was a decent enough sequel. I mm-hmm. I might like it better than the first one if I watch it. I don't know. I got but Evil, Evil Dead Two is like Evil Dead Two. So. Evil Dead Two is a classic. I and mean, it's hard to. Yeah, yeah, it's. I'm not talking about it much because it's going pretty far. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> Let's get to one that I think is much tougher. Yes, and it should be because it's the eight nine matchup. So when you're watching like the NCAA tournament, the eight nine games are a lot of the times the most competitive games. Sure, because they're the most evenly matched teams. Mm-hmm. And I think this falls into that category. Absolutely. The number eight seed with a six point three rating is Scream Two. Two years after the first series of murders, as Sydney acclimates to college life, someone donning the ghost face costume begins a new string of killings. This is going up against Final Destination 2. Kimberly has a premonition of an accident killing multiple people, including her and her friends. She blocks the cars behind her on the ramp, and as a police trooper arrives, the accident happens. Death is stalking this group of survivors. Mm-hmm. A premonition. Mm-hmm. Um, premonition. <laughs> what do you got here? Um, you know what's funny is I just recently had a conversation with a friend about, A, IMDb ratings, funny enough, and... Uh, in that same conversation, we talked about um, 
sequels. This friend of mine had never seen Aliens before. Okay. And he watched Aliens for the first time. And I was saying how I think Aliens is like a perfect sequel. Like it's, I think it, 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 it is as perfect as a sequel could possibly be, as a part two could possibly be. Yeah. It expands the universe set up in the first movie. It ups the stakes. Uh, it gets a little crazier. Develops the characters a bit more. It does everything I think a sequel should do. Uh, Scream 2 and Final Destination 2 both accomplish that as well. I think as far as like horror se- horror series and part twos, you're not going to find much better than those two movies. Um, I think Final Destination 2 surpasses Final Destination 1. No question. I think it, it raises the bar. And I think it's the best of that franchise. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a it's a really really great movie. For me, it's Scream Two though, and the reason for that is Scream Two is a movie that's um, well not as good as the first film. I think there are certain things it does better even than the first movie, um, and and that's only allowed it's it's only able to do those things purely because it is the sequel. Um, I think the chase scenes are better in Scream 2 overall. I think some of like the set pieces in Scream 2 are bigger and crazier, but really, really work. Um, I'm thinking in particular of the the chase with Gale through the recording studio. Yes. Towards the end. It's fantastic. Probably the best chase scene in the, in the franchise. Um, the emotions are higher because you've now seen these characters survive a movie. And it's something you don't get in many slasher movies is characters carrying over and lasting. So you actually like legitimately care when these characters are in peril or get killed. Um, you know, it's it's not as good a first uh, as the first film, but I do think Scream Two is it. This is a tough one, but Scream Two for me is is the winner here. I just think it's so, I think it's so good. I really legitimately think Scream Two is kind of great. Um, and I know it has its detractors, but I uh, I think it's still the best Scream sequel. So. There are two, yeah, matchups I haven't picked because I couldn't do it. This is one of them, right? This is one of them. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go scream too. You convinced me. Yeah. Uh, but here's what it is. So Final Destination two. I'm with you. It's my favorite of the franchise, and it's a franchise I like too. It's not like it's not like I'm like oh this is the best of a bad franchise. Yeah. Final Destination I think is a really fun twist on the slasher formula, and I think it's kind of brilliant in that way. It is. Uh, I think this movie realizes that in the best ways of the franchise i also think yeah it has the best deaths what's funny is it has the least amount of deaths statistically yeah. in the franchise but it makes the death count there this is the one of course with the log truck kill which is a, is is one of the one of the best moments horror, yeah. In, yeah, horror. in horror history it's yeah. ph- phenomenal and it's um, it traumatized anybody who has ever been behind a log truck behind a log truck yeah. yes um it has the one with the where the uh eye with the ladder that's a good one. And then it has the barbed wire fence kill. Which is insane. <laughs> so that's in a Final Destination movie, that's what you need. The kills matter. Are the kills. Yeah. I think that Scream 2 gets the win here for me because I think that opening is kind of brilliant. It's uh, fantastic. We've talked about it and I don't want to go too in depth on it, but we talked about it in our Scream 2 wrap up, but I think it's I think Scream 2 has more to say um about a lot of things uh than Final Destination does. Mm-hmm. 
I think also uh, I'm giving it the nod because it ends with a uh, collective soul song. She says, <laughs> "I don't know any of the words," and I don't believe Final Destination Two does. No, so there you go. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, and I just like ultimately like yeah, the kills in Final Destination Two are phenomenal, and but like I don't remember a single character from that movie. Like like there's like I just remember them being dispatched, which is kind of the point. Yes, but like. And I even remember the characters like introduced specifically for Scream Two. Like they, Exa- yes, yes, they stick in my they head. stick out. Yeah. Um, all right, so we both have Scream Two there as Indeed. well. Saw Two is number four seed with a six point six on IMDb. A detective and his team must rescue eight people trapped in a factory by a twisted serial killer known as Jigsaw. Uh, so there you go. That's the plot of Saw Two, and um, like every other Saw movie. So, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 at number 13. A radio host, uh, this is a 5.6 on IMDb. A radio host is victimized by the cannibal family known family as a former Texas marshal hunts them. All right. So, these, um, this is a matchup right here. Saw 2 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is kind of... uh, in my opinion, it's underrated. Um, I think 5.6 is very low. Like, that's only, like, um, one point higher than Leprechaun 2. And it deserves better than that. Saw 2. The tough thing about the Saw sequels, because they have such a continuity, is that they kind of begin to blend together to me as the series goes on. And I remember the Saw movies much. It's similar to the Final Destination movies, where I remember... The Saw movies, not so much by the kills, of course, but kind of by the kills, the traps. And so this has some pretty decent traps. And as I was going through them, I went, oh, you know what? I kind of like this one. And that's when that's always how it tips me off. But this has um, the death mask, uh, I believe, at the beginning of the movie. It has the magnum, the eye hole with the magnum on the other side. But the one for me that sticks out, no pun intended, is the needle pit is in Saw 2, which is one of the gnarliest traps in the entire Saw. <laughs> Maybe next to the uh, the Chester Bennington uh, skin. That, that is the, the That's the hardest one to watch. That <laughs> um, so uh, I am going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 because it's a movie I love, um, and it sticks out for me a little more. I do like Saw 2, though, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of my favorite like horror dark comedies. Um and we, oh, I'll talk a little bit about it later, but I'll go TCM too. Awesome. Who you got? Um, I think they're they're both strong showings, and I think that one of them is so different from the first that I respect it. TCM. Yes. Yeah. The other one is just a really kind of great once again continuation of the story of the first film. But also like upping the stakes, upping the body count, upping the action. So I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go Saw Two on this one. Okay. Um, this is the Donnie Wahlberg one as well. Yeah, he's he's in a couple, but like this is where he's like the lead, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Saw Two, which I feel weird about, but like I I have to say I've never been a, like I respect the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's a great film. Um, I understand why it is regarded the way it is. It's never been one of my favorites by any means. It just hasn't ever been. I've never been a Leatherface guy. Um, and 
I do enjoy Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 as much as you can enjoy that movie. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more of an, uh, the first three Saw movies I think are kind of great. Yeah. After that, not so much. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Saw 2. The I Saw know. series is one. I feel like I have to defend myself, but I. The Saw series for me is one that I, that I like the series as a whole, but it, it's because I like the goofy continuity cotton yes! as it goes on. It gets ridiculous. So it start, they do start to blend together for me. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I think that's probably part of the issue for me. Yeah. Um, all right. Number five, Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2. OG Halloween 2. Yes. Not zombie. Not zombies Halloween Not 2. H2. That was the other thing. I, I disqualified any like sequels to remakes, whatever, like that too. Um, 6.5. While Dr. Loomis hunts for Michael Myers, a traumatized Lori is rushed to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital and the shape is not far behind her. Against number 12, Paranormal Activity 2, 5.7. After experiencing what they think are a series of break-ins, a family sets up security cameras around their home only to realize that the events unfolding before them are more sinister than they seem. All right. Um, all right. Here we go. I'll be honest. So you didn't remember Leprechaun 2? Not at all. What I remember about the Correct me if I'm wrong. The paranormal activity movies, uh, the odd ones are the ones I like. <laughs> so, here's the other thing too: is uh, like this happens. We saw paranormal activity two in a theater together. I believe you because the other thing with these types of movies are like the paranormal. These are I have a blast watching them in the theater, and then I never watch them again, and they just whoosh out of my head. <laughs> so like it's very much in the moment I find thrills in these and uh, one of us that worked at the store really wanted to go see Paranormal Activity 2 and we were all kind of groaning like yeah and except for probably you I don't I doubt you were groaning you were like yeah let's go um, and we saw it I remember like we were all like miserable because it was okay. just not very good and there was a scene where like the lead is in the kitchen and all of the kitchen cupboards like fly open at once, and it was supposed to be this big grand scare, and like we all just laughed like a ton. That's my only memory of Paranormal Activity too, is us chuckling and like cackling in the theater um, about Paranormal Activity two and the cabinets. Okay. Yeah, we laughed a lot about that. So. <laughs> okay, um, so the cabinets. Yeah, the ca- that's like, the big like, thing. She's okay. in the kitchen. They're like building the suspenseful scene, and like they're doing that thing with like the the home camera where you're like. Where's the scare going to come from, right? It's that classic kind of like found footagey thing. And then like she's in the kitchen, all the cabinets just open up really fast. And like that was like this, like they were building this for like three minutes of screen time. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Like it was really funny. Anyway. Um, yeah. So no, it's, it, yeah. It's Halloween too. Yeah. I've got Halloween too. The other thing too with modern franchises. Yeah. Like this. So, and this is not just limited to horror, but it, I'm sure this is something, there's probably some reasoning before this in, in the brain. Um, but like with other things, I always use wrestling as an example, but I'm going to use like, I'm going to use like football as an example. Like I can, I can recite like every um, Michigan State football team's like record from like 1998 to like 2000. Three. That's like uh, my father-in-law with with U of M. Like, with you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we. I could. I can do that. But like, once you start getting into like more recent years, I'm like, uh, it? it all just kind of runs together because I'm getting old and I don't. <laughs> I don't retain as much stuff. Well, that was like those were probably the years when you had your highest peak of like, um, like where your your brain was still like collecting information, and so. I didn't have as many responsibilities, yeah. and I was able to like solely focus on yeah. like a couple different things, yeah. but. 
it's the same way, yeah, across, like, all sorts of entertainment. Like, I uh, I can name you, uh, I still watch, like, seasons of shows. I can name you, uh, I can tell you everything that happens in, like, season two of Scrubs. Yeah. Uh, when Because I, I watch it live, but I can't tell you, I watch Abbott Elementary, like, I couldn't tell you what happened in Abbott Elementary last night. <laughs> like, I have no idea. <laughs> so, so there you go. And that's how I am with the Paranormal Activity movies, so... Um, I will say this this kind of learned from the uh, Blair Witch because the first paranormal activity was kind of a like a phenomenon. Yes. And that followed up with Book of Shadows or whatever. Which is it was. so so crazy. <laughs> so You're a fan, right? I like Book of Shadows, but it's like it's in the same way I'm gonna like I like another movie, uh Freddy's Revenge. Oh yeah. Like it's similar in that it's kind of like a weird entry that I just kind of like, um, but I can't defend it. But this learned from it and just kind of do what some sequels do, which is just kind of make the same movie. Like, don't, yeah. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I think we're ready to move over to the other side of the bracket. Yes. Now. It's time. Dawn of the Dead with a 7.8. This is uh, the number two seed. I may have mixed these up. Whatever. I don't think it matters very much because it's one, two. Um, I may have mixed the ratings up. Whatever. Following an ever-growing epidemic of zombies that have risen from the dead, two Philadelphia SWAT team members, a traffic reporter, and his television executive girlfriend seek refuge in a secluded shopping mall. And this is going up against number 15, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. A teenage boy is haunted in his dreams by deceased child murderer Freddy Krueger, who is out to possess him in order to continue his reign of terror in the real world. Willie, who you got here? Oh, it's Dawn of the Dead. Like, there's no, like, I, I do think uh, Freddy's Revenge is really, really crazy and kind of fun. And I think that I like the um, reappraisal it's gotten because the reappraisal is honest. Like, nobody's sitting here going, man, this movie's great. But they're sitting there and saying, like, there's some interesting stuff going on in this movie. And they're totally right. Um,. And uh, all the stuff with Mark Patton, I think, is really fun. Like all the stuff he's been, he's done since, like talking about the movie and about his homosexuality and like how it tied into him in the role and how it affected. Like I think that there's a lot of interesting stuff in Freddy's Revenge, and that's come out of Freddy's Revenge. But Dawn of the Dead is a uh, is one of my all time favorite films, let alone horror movies, and uh, it's an <laughs> It's an infinitely better film in every way than than Freddy's Revenge. It just is. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So the thing with Nightmare. Uh, so I'll just uh, yes, Dawn of the Dead because Dawn of the Dead is Dawn of the Dead. Um, so hey, I mean that, and it sucks to have to say that, but it's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to go any deeper in that in this round. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street is a movie for me. We always talk about like the black sheep's of the franchises. We talk about Halloween three. We talk about Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. This is for me. This is that, um, and that it's gained a cult following, and it should because it's it's an interesting movie. The problem I have with it is for me, it's more interesting than it is good. Um, the other thing with cult movies is sometimes it's important to remember with cult movies is that they can be kind of boring, <laughs> and yeah. there's a reason why these didn't catch on with mainstream audiences, um, and it's because sometimes they can be. You have to you have to meet a movie halfway. You have to meet it at its level and you have to vibe with that movie for it to be a cult movie for you to connect with it. And by definition, that means it's not going to connect with everybody. And uh, a lot of times that means it's not very interesting for some people, but it's an entertaining movie to dissect. Um, yeah. The gay subtext, 
um, in it. Um, the other thing, too, that I think is interesting about it, it doesn't have a ton of Freddy, and it doesn't have jokey Freddy. So this is more scary Freddy. Uh, the jokey Freddy kind of comes more in part three, which is the template moving forward for Freddy, which Dream Warriors is amazing. It's my favorite uh, movie, I think, in the series. Yeah. But it also commits the sin that would ruin this franchise for me That's moving true. forward, which is jokey, unfunny Freddy, Freddy. And two has the advantage in that area, which is they have, it's kind of a scary Freddy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've got Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number seven versus number 10 here. Phantasm 2. Mike with a 6.4. Mike, now released from a psychiatric hospital, meets with Reggie and discovers his dreams are real, and they both journey to find and stop the evil tall man from his grim work. Uh, Grim work. Ain't that the truth? Indeed. (laughs) Versus number 10, Friday the 13th Part 2 with a 6.1. Five years after the events of the first film, a summer camp next to the infamous Crystal Lake, Camp Crystal Lake, is preparing to open, but the legend of Jason is weighing heavy on the proceedings. What you got here, Willie? Um, it's gonna be Friday the Thirteenth Part Two for me. Um, I I like the Phantasm series quite a bit. Um, I think I like all of the entries in the Phantasm series to varying degrees, but Phantasm Two is one of the weaker ones for me, if I remember correctly. Three I like a lot. Three is my favorite sequel. Yes, three feels like the Dream Warriors of the Phantasm series. Um. They do that weird recast of Mike in this where... James LaGrosse. Yeah, that doesn't quite work as well, and it feels out of place because of that. Um, it's still a fun sequel, and it does up the up the ante and whatnot, but Friday the 13th Part 2 just, for me, those, like, those Paramount Friday the 13th movies are very hard to beat. Yeah. Those, those first like eight Paramount movies, maybe not seven and eight as much. Those can be beat pretty by by a lot of things, but um, like the first like the first six <laughs> are are pretty tough to beat. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. But I I, I think the Phantasm two does more interesting stuff certainly, and I mean I think the Phantasm series probably does more interesting stuff overall, even if it doesn't always make a hell of a lot of sense. Um, than the Friday the Thirteenth series, but. I just I have a soft spot for like Ginny and Mark and Sackhead Jason and Muffin and all the stuff that came out of this movie. It's not even like my favorite Friday the thirteenth movie. I don't even think it's in my top three, but it's still it just it's such a special it has a special place in my heart. It just I this is one where I'll fully admit that my just my personal like nostalgia and like love of that particular movie is gonna outweigh it's gonna it's gonna make this movie beat a movie it normally wouldn't if I was being more right. logical, <laughs> not thinking with my heart, I guess. So yeah, for me it's Friday too. I have got Friday too as well. We're pretty lockstep except for one right now. We're 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 close. Yeah, I'm with you. Three is my favorite phantasm sequel this is the universal produced one this is the one with the where the rights are the pain in the ass for like blu-ray and all that yeah Yeah. it's got a budget this time it does have a budget um but yet it's also but for that reason it's a lot of times it's the one i watch the least because like it was hard to find and like um yeah it's hard to find so you can you can watch three four all the time as sequels in the first one but yeah two a lot of times on streaming services like it won't even pop up on there because the rights are such a pain in the ass to get um but this was when, yeah, Universal was like resurrecting old franchises around this time. They did it with Army of Darkness a couple years later yeah. as well. 
this is a good not great sequel. It's where Reggie becomes a little bit more Ash, like from Evil Dead. He does. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I like this one, but three is my phantasm. And Friday the 13th Part 2 has a lot going for it. It sets the template for what those movies will become in a lot of ways. It has Sackhead Jason. It has my favorite final girl in Ginny. Um, it's got the campfire scene. Like It has all of the elements that we would see f- in that franchise and in slasher franchises a lot, like kind of moving forward. It's not your favorite in the franchise, right? But it is your favorite of the like the first four or the, the early ones. Is that correct? Or <sighs> nah, I kind of lean. It's a toss up between this and final chapter. Yeah. Of those first four. I think I like the group better. There are things I like about two though. It might be two now yeah. that I think about it because I, curious. I, I like the, I like the kids. I think maybe, I don't know, but, Forest Christmas, whatever. It's two and yeah, four. Two and four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I like. Um, I'm not as big out, so maybe the uh, the even ones are my favorite in the Friday the 13th. Yeah, but then, then no, it's not, that's part five. Not yeah, that's, so. <laughs> that falls apart immediately. Yeah. So yeah, I've got Friday the 13th part two. Nice. What a matchup we have here. Uh, the Conjuring 2 <laughs> with a 7.3. The Warrens travel to lo- North, North London to help a single mother raising four children alone in a house plagued by a supernatural spirit. And this is going up against Critters 2 with a 5.5. Eggs of the small but voracious alien creatures called Krites <laughs> excuse me, are left behind on Earth and after hatching, set their appetites on the small farm town of Grover's Bend. Who you got in this matchup of uh, very similar movies? What a matchup. Yeah, yeah, eerily similar. Um, I love Critters 2. We've talked about the Critters franchise before. We did a, a fight the franchise about them, correct? Yes. So, I yes. mean, we're Critters, uh, we're Crite fans, but <clears throat> Critters 2 is the best of that of that entire series. Uh, Critters 1 kind of sucks, like, compared to Critters 2. Critters 2 yes. rules. Um, this is the one with the Hungry Heifer. Yep. Where they go go to town on a hamburger joint. It's awesome. Um, the giant critter ball is in this. Yeah, it rules. Uh, Conjuring 2 is going to win. <laughs> and, and I say that because Conjuring 2 is better than the first movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, I think that... We're living, don't get me wrong. We're living in a very good time for horror, for, for horror, I think. TV, movies, video games. Like, like It is a good time. We're eating good, as the kids say. Yeah. But... But I will say there is certainly a there's kind of a trend right now to do the elevated horror thing, right? And it doesn't mean those movies are bad that are considered elevated horror, but it's this way of like it. I think you you quoted somebody once saying something along the lines of like it's a way for people who don't like horror movies to say that it's they a like Bob horror quote. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joe it's Bob a Joe Bob quote. quote. Yeah. And it's totally true. The thing about The Conjuring is, Conjuring isn't doing anything to be ele- to feel like an elevated horror film, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Like, it does such good character work, and it has so many, like, really cool, like, subdued moments amidst all, like, the chaos of the haunting and the possession stuff and all. Like, it just does a really great job of just being a really good, crowd-pleasing, entertaining movie even though it's it's very much a horror film. So I just Conjuring 2 I think is just it it is elevated horror without trying to be an elevated horror movie. Does that make sense? Yep. Like it's yep. it's 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 very much of the horror genre but it's it is achieving 
it's achieving something that gives it more of a mainstream appeal while also being satisfying as a horror film. So. I, and I think we talked about it too. Uh, we talked about Conjuring 2 on one of the episodes a long time ago, but I remember us talking about it. It's like it's like an athlete like in his prime yeah. with James Wan as the director because he is operating at like peak performance. Yeah. Like he knows how to make a good good horror movie he knows how to make how to craft a good horror sequence and he's kind of toying with the audience a lot of time and it's kind of it's like watching a great athlete really is no it is you're right so that's with conjuring 2 critters 2 also watching a great mick garris also um this is my this might be my favorite mick garris movie this might be my favorite this is definitely my favorite critters movie. yeah for sure um I, I really like Critters 2. I think it's a ton of fun. I, in my head, Like you, this is the good Critters movie, the quote-unquote good one, because I'm with you. I don't like this series. Like, it's fine. I'm not bashing the Critters. I have fun with the Critters movie. It's just not movie. great. It's not a great series, but like this is the one where I, if I were ever to go, like if you, if you really want to watch a Critters movie, Critters 2 is the one That's to the way watch. to go. Yes. Yeah, like I would, I, would, I would play Critters 2 for Josie. Right. I bet you think it was hilarious. And I love the Critter Ball. It's sweet. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's a great it's a great effect. It's the Kyoto Brothers, right? Yeah. 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 It's a great effect. But I also have conjuring too. All right, our final matchup of the first round, and then we can move on from the rankings yeah. and the plot descriptions, all of it. Number six, Hellraiser two. Kirstie is brought to an institution after the horrible events of Hellraiser, where the occult obsessive head doctor resurrects Julia and unleashes the Cenobites in their demonic underworld. Um, do we still refer to them as head doctors? Or oh, wait, is it's a head doctor? Sorry, he's the head doctor. He's the head doctor. <laughs> Sorry, I thought they were talking about. Yeah, like I a, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, versus Child's Played 2 with a 5.9. Andy's mother, while Andy's mother is admitted to a psychiatric hospital, the young boy is placed in foster care, and Chucky, determined to claim Andy's soul, is not far behind. That one is directed by John Laffey, who did the uh, terrific Man's Best Friend. About the, Ooh, with Lance Henderson. <laughs> Lance Henderson and the dog. Uh, also starring Jetty Agutter. From, um, oh, my. A... Uh, a young crush of mine from yes. American Werewolf. That's yeah. right. Um, who you got here? Hellraiser 2 or Child's Play 2? Um, yeah, so Hellraiser 2, uh, it, another great example of a sequel that expands the universe set up in the original, um, develops the characters more thoroughly. Uh, we do get a returning character that we actually follow with, with Kirstie. Um, I like Hellraiser 2 a lot. Um but, uh, yeah, no, it's Child's Play 2 for me. Child's Play 2 is, like, you know what's funny about this? Hellraiser 2 is a sequel to, like, one of the, like, darkest horror films ever, period. Just, like, dripping with darkness and just, if you've seen Hellraiser, you know, you know. Um, but yet, somehow, it winds up being this movie that has, like, this kind of sense of, like, hope and uplifting, like... It feels like good as conquered evil at the end of Hellraiser two to me, like the demons are finally, yeah, destroyed. Child's Play is a movie about a killer doll, and ultimately that's what it's about. And like, somehow the sequel has the opposite effect. Like Child's Play, Child's Play is a creepy movie and stuff, but it, it is always played with a certain level of tongue and cheek. And Tom Holland directed the original, and and he's very good at that. Child's Play 2 is a sequel to that movie and like somehow it's like insanely it is like one of the meanest movies like ever made. Yeah. It's so mean. It is yeah, John Laffey I believe too um co-wrote 
the original child's okay. play as well. So I wonder if you get a little bit more of his voice in this one because he's the director, now he's kind of the head, and you get a little bit less of Dan Mancini's voice. That makes sense. Yeah. So maybe that's... Because Mancini's movies, as they go on, tend to be a little bit more playful, a little bit more jokey yes. yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, Child's Play 2 is it kind of feels like a black sheep in the franchise in some ways because it is so, like... It's not very funny. It's not very goofy. It's just kind of like nasty. And I love it so much. <laughs> Child's Play 2 is my favorite Child's Play movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no, the original is the better movie. But, like, it's kind of... It's like... It's your favorite kind of, sequel. Kind of my personal favorite. Like, um, yeah, it's Child's Play 2 for me. Hellraiser 2 is great, but but I just... I I got a soft spot for Child's Play 2. That, that finale in the Toy Factory rules so, so hard. I used to, when I was a kid... I used to go to this thing, well, this thing. It was a community center is what it was, but it was like a basketball, like a gym with, in like in the, in, on weekend mornings, I would go there, I'd play basketball or I'd play foosball. They had a foosball upstairs. It's like a YMCA yeah, situation. it's kind of like for kids. And yeah. like, yeah, they'd have, my dad would go play basketball and I'd run around the upstairs and yeah. all that stuff. But they had a TV that was, there was like a common room area and they had a TV and um, a lot of times it would play like whatever it was on basketball, but hooked up to cable. But USA Network, for whatever reason, was on. A lot because like the kids was getting control and like there's a kid one of my first exposures to horror movies I think maybe in general but definitely the Child's Play franchise Child's Play 2 was like in constant rotation on USA Network back yeah. in the day it might still be <laughs> it, it, it may still be um but <laughs> some, it, st- some say it's still playing in USA <laughs> Child's Play two, and uh, now now it's like the Harry Potter movies are out all the time. Oh yeah, um, but I walk by and it was the end. It was the climax, and it's the part where like Chucky turns into like the monster, like the melty face, melting and stuff. It's so (laughs) So sweet. And like I think maybe like as I look back in my brain, like I think this is what hooked me a lot of. Like there are certain moments like this that have stuck with me forever that like hook me as a horror fan because I'm like Mm -hmm. whoa. Oh, it like fascinates you. And the kid that was watching it was like having a blast with it like he's like this is crazy <laughs> how could you not yeah so uh but i've got a i've got hellraiser okay. too as well too because like you said i think this is um i think this is a great sequel this reminds me this is in the vein of like scream 2 where yeah it takes the first one blows it up a little bit there are two ways you can go about a sequel and we've seen different variations on, on it and this takes the route of yeah kind of widening the greater mythology i don't think it necessarily has the budget to do so but man like we talk about big, it's an ambitious movie the, yeah the new term is like big swings like you took a big swing like this is a big swing like hellraiser 2 is a big swing and it feels very much like it gets more into that horror fantasy realm that Barker kind of made his living with in his novels, like yeah. Weaver World and Magica. Like this feels to me like kind of Clive's imagination put on screen, yes. more than the first Hellraiser in a lot of ways. So and I think that's really cool. Me too. Um, so I've got Hellraiser too as well. Great choice. I will say uh, the no trailer for a movie has ever haunted me more than when I was a child seeing the trailer. <laughs> we went to a kids movie in the theater. My dad and I he used to take me to the theater a lot as a kid. Yeah. And for some reason, they accidentally, like, played a trailer reel for a, another movie, like, the wrong movie or something. This is back when it was, like, on film reels, and they played the trailer reel. And they, the Child's Play 2 trailer <laughs> played ahead of time. And I don't know if you remember this, but it's, like, it's like a black screen with a jack-in-the-box in the center, and it's just the do 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 And, like... I remember sitting there, like, fixated on, like, what's going to happen. And then he came out of it, and I, dude, it, like, ruined me. 
So anyway, I had to share that. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about what the hell that made me feel as a kid. Anyway. All right. So let's go back to the other side of the bracket. So I think I just want to make sure. Um, well, you're good, right? Because yeah. I had I, your microphone dropped a little bit. Yeah. So I think I was having issues earlier. Uh, listening plugged? audience. I think my the plug at the bottom was loose. So just yes. in case we missed a little bit. I don't think we did. I saw. I think I saw your levels for most of the time. I apologize I think. for my microphone issues. But um. I just want you. We we the first round was Evil Dead Two. We both had Evil Dead Two versus Leprechaun Two. We both had Evil Dead Two winning. We both had Scream Two over Final Destination. Correct. 2. And then I think where we had the issues were Saw Two. Um, I uh, had Saw Two. You had TCM Two. TCM Two. And then we both had Halloween Two. Correct. So Evil Dead Two versus Scream Two. Um, both of us have that. Yep. I am picking Evil Dead Two. I like Scream Two. I just think when it comes to what I love about the Evil Dead franchise, and honestly, Sam Raimi and horror in general, Evil Dead 2 is kind of everything I want in a movie. Yeah. Like, So this is nothing against Scream 2, which I think is a terrific sequel. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is just balls-to-the-wall insanity from the jump. Scream 2, while very good, is not that. And um, it's, in terms of rewatchability, I rewatch Evil Dead 2. I try to rewatch it every year. Um, so there you go. My pick is Evil Dead 2 there. Who you got, Willie? Um, for me, it, it's Scream 2 for me. Um, I love Evil Dead 2, but I've never been... Um, I've never been like... It's, like, like When I say I love Evil Dead 2, like, I, I mean it. Like I, I, I actually like Evil Dead 1 more. Okay. Um, but I... Evil Dead 2 has always been one of those like land... Did you ever have one of those movies where like you hear all the time about how like it is like a quintessential like people tell you like it's like it's a classic like it is, it is an important like and i and i get it and i understand like it never has been for me personally it just never in my formative years it was never in that i feel bad like saying it out loud but like i just evil dead oh, yeah. 2 was never an important movie for me as a kid yeah it just wasn't um other some other movies were, uh, you know, and for me the Scream franchise and and that first two movies in particular, it just uh, it just more important to my formative years, I guess. So I'm gonna go Scream two on this one, man. I'm gonna get skewered, am I? Aren't I? No, no. This is yeah. your bracket, yeah. sir. Um, then so you have Saw two against Halloween two. So who you got? I'm gonna go Halloween two on this. Okay. This is a game, yeah, game time decision. Is that what they say? Yeah. That, the so that was your gut. Is that the sports reference? That was your um, gut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be Halloween 2. I think Halloween 2. I don't love Halloween 2, actually. But I think it's a solid sequel to the first movie. I love the idea that it takes place in the same night. I've always found that to be really cool. I wish more sequels did stuff like that. Uh, weren't afraid to like take more of a non-traditional approach to the sequel. Not like a 10 years later or whatever. Right. I like the next night thing or the same night thing. Um. Saw 2, I think, is very good. Um, Tobin Bell is always great. Shawnee Smith is great. But, uh, man, you can't beat Pleasance in, in Halloween 2 because like, he's like the perfect mixture of like the crazy-ass Loomis that would come later where he'd be like a raving lunatic and you're like, this is the worst doctor in the history of <laughs> doctors. But also has a little bit left over from that first movie where he's he's got a little bit of like pathos and, and like... You can understand his, yeah, he's a nice mix. Um, so yeah, it's Halloween too. I love the hospital setting too. So there you go. 
All right, so I've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre too versus, versus Halloween, Halloween two, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna come on and say it. Um, I not a huge I I picked Halloween two just because I I don't remember Paranormal Activity that too, and I don't remember liking it that much. Yeah. Um, I, and I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. I it's it's the one I revisit the most of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, it's a dark comedy. Um, it also <laughs> to me in a lot of ways feels like texas like it feels like driving through texas it takes place on um i believe it's the red river rivalry like texas oklahoma weekend um it's got that so the other thing is halloween 2 takes place at haddonfield memorial hospital which boring hospitals are boring nobody wants that uh, texas chainsaw massacre has a layer in it it's got an it under- is a <laughs> sweet layer too it is and there's crazy. that weird grandma skeleton at the top there's grandma there's dead animals they've got christmas lights all over it makes no sense <laughs> Like, and it's got an Oingo Boingo song at the No One Lives Forever, which is one of my favorite great song. horror songs. Uh, Danny Elfman in Oingo Boingo. Uh, so I love this movie. Great final girl as well. Um, so I love this movie, and yeah, I've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. TCM two is very Gremlins too, right? Yes, it is. Like some like a studio is like, oh, that that Texas Chainsaw, that movie really killed it. We need a sequel. I believe that was another Universal late sequel, kind yep. of in the same same as Phantasm Two yep. and Army of Darkness. And then and Toby's stuff. like, "Okay, let me do whatever I want with it." And they were like, "We don't care. Go for it." It feels very Tober, Toby Hooper too. Yeah. It, oh yeah. It's very much of his uh, sense of humor. Dennis oh, yeah. Hopper is all over the place in the movie. <laughs> there's a ton of screaming. <laughs> so much screaming. That's my one. That there's a drawback for me. There's the so screaming. much screaming at the end. Oh, the end of that movie is all screaming. Oh my god. Like you can't watch it past like. 7 p.m. You can't. Oh, man. I just had this uh, seltzer, seltzer man. How's that? That's who I am. Seltzer man. Seltzer man. Uh, strawberry guava. It is not. It tastes like corn chips. Um, it is not great, huh? No. <laughs> so, but I got to get rid of these seltzers. They're taking up room. Kill them off, man. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's finish out this side of the bracket. Sure. You have. So we've got different uh, mashups We're here. completely different now. Yeah. Scream 2 versus Halloween 2. Yes. Who you got? Uh, Scream 2. It's a better movie. Halloween 2 is not... I don't think Halloween 2... Like, I'm actually shocked that it went as far as it did. <laughs> like, cause I, like, I don't love Halloween 2. I think there's some really good stuff in it, but I, I don't think that it's... Like, I think that there are plenty of other horror sequels and slasher sequels that are better. Like, part 2s that are better than yeah. this. But, uh, no, Scream 2 is the better movie. And uh, I think it does a better job of... Um, continuing the story from the first, even though I think Halloween 2's same night mechanic is really cool. Um, yeah. I have, so yeah. I have Evil Dead 2 versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, yes. which are two later sequels uh, matched up against each other. Um, Evil Dead 2 is a little bit more, is closer to the yeah. original though. Um, Evil Dead 2's not really a sequel, of course, but that's the thing is you can... Yeah, what the hell is Evil Dead 2, Tim? It's kind of... Where do you stand? Uh, what do we call it now? We call it a... So... It's kind of like a remake, well, a requel, a requel, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's it's essentially the same movie, but a little bit different. <laughs> so, is there is there a canon though, like where you can fit both? Does yeah. has anybody like hammered that out where you could you could have the canon of? Yeah, I'm not the guy to do that. But okay, yeah. yeah, but there is one. Okay, good, <laughs> yes. good. I've always looked at it as like, okay, now we have a budget. Like let's what? do what we well, want. That is let's what, what it we is. wanted to yeah. do, let's do what we want to do. So it's kind of both, but um, TCM two is a sequel. Um, they're both in a way kind of 
I mean, they're not kind of. They're horror comedies. They are. Right? Both, Evil Dead yeah. Two is just like a Looney Tunes movie. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, it. I mean, it's got the hand scene. It's got like the second half. And Bruce Campbell has said it many times. But the second half of Evil Dead Two is where Ash becomes Ash. Yes. Um, and it's also where Bruce Campbell gets to shine. And Bruce Campbell is one of my favorite actors. And like, this is where he becomes Bruce Campbell. Like, Bruce F. and Campbell is in the second he half. He totally does. <laughs> and so that's the reason I've got Evil Dead 2 is because... Excellent. Yeah, it's Bruce Campbell. All right, other side I, of the break. I was going to yeah. tell you later, but I'm, I'm going to tell you now because you're talking about Bruce Campbell. Uh, I, I I hope you get excited by this, but uh, the first guest announced for Motor City Nightmares this year is Bruce Campbell. The second cast uh, person announced is Ted Raimi. Fantastic, yeah. So I'm hoping for Sam, but... Local see. boys, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Sam doesn't do any cons, does he? He has. He has. Oh, yes. interesting. Interesting. It's possible. Interesting. Wouldn't rule it out. Oh. But you can get the Pizza Papa. That might be... I mean, that'd be... Sam might be one I want to meet. Like, Sam Raimi. That, like, would, you, you want to meet, would you want to meet Bruce? Yes. Yeah. And Ted. <laughs> and Ted, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could meet Ted, though, walking around uh, you, Royal hey, Oak. <laughs> you could. Um... Here's my question before we move on. What would you have Bruce sign? Like, what what movie would you have him sign a, either a picture or an item from? Hmm. Would you have him sign an Evil Dead thing? Would you have him sign uh, Bubba Hotep? Would you have him sign the Pizza Papa? <laughs> if I could get my hands on a picture of him from Spider-Man 1 as the wrestling ring announcer. Oh, yeah. That'd be it. That might be it. Very nice. Me. Yeah. What about Ted? Uh, his character from Xena. <laughs> Sick. That's perfect. Or maybe C Lab. I think he, not C Lab. What was C-Quest? it? DFB, not C-Quest. I don't think he was in C Lab twenty twenty one, but maybe. Yeah, he may have been. He's been in a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh Sam, I would get a picture of him um in that that picture of him in the hard hat. I always like that. Sam he's classic picture. Classic picture. Let's move to the other side of the bracket. I think we both had Dawn of the Dead versus Friday the thirteenth part two. Yes. Who you got? It's Dawn. It's Dawn. Dawn's a great film. Uh Friday the thirteenth part two is is a lot of fun and crazy, but Dawn is a Dawn's a better movie. And and for me, it's it's the clear winner here. Yep. Yep. Same here. I don't yeah, I don't really need reasoning beyond that. Friday 2 was a great slasher. I don't want to take anything away from it, nope. but once again, Dawn is done. All right. Conjuring 2 versus Hellraiser 2. I think we... No, you had... Did you have Child's Play 2? Yeah, Child's Play 2. So, Conjuring 2 versus Child's Play 2. Who you got? This is a tough one because <clears throat> I've, t- I've mentioned already, like, Child's Play 2 is kind of a weird soft spot for me. Um, Conjuring 2 is kind of a... Great, no, it is a great movie. Um, I will go, I will go Conjuring 2 on this because I think it is legitimately certainly the better movie. And I think that it's, it's Conjuring 2 is a really, really special modern horror film. I think it's really, really, I was so impressed by, I was so taken aback by the things I was impressed with in this movie. I did not expect feeling, I just didn't expect to feel the feelings I I felt when I was watching Conjuring 2. Uh, it's not what I signed up for, and I'm happy that it wasn't what I signed up for. So, yeah. Go with that. All right. So I have Conjuring 2 and Hellraiser 2. Mm. <laughs> Different movies. Definitely, this is the second one that I knew I had a matchup that I had to pick on air because I didn't want to pick it because this is very tough. I was looking at the other side of the bracket, and Scream 2 and Final Destination 2, I like more than most of the bottom half of that bracket. Mm. 
This one is just tough because there are two different movies. I am going to go with Hellraiser 2. Okay. Yep. Um, and I'm only going to do that because I'm a Clive Barker fan and it feels as close in some ways as we've gotten to have seen Clive Barker's imagination put on screen. Um, yeah, this and Nightbreed are about as close as it gets. Nightbreed is the other one I was thinking of, yep. yeah. And I mean, there's stuff in... um. Uh, what's the Scott Bakula one that I'm blanking on right now? Lord of Illusions. Thank you. Yeah. Lord of Illusions as well. Lord of Illusions is just kind of boring. That's my issue. That's with the it. thing. Yeah. Well, the, and that's kind of the other thing with two is Clive, especially later in like Cold Heart Canyon is a book I just read for the first time, and yeah. it's got a lot of the stuff I like about Clive, but also some of that later era Clive stuff where I'm like, it's kind of boring, <laughs> man. It's kind of yeah. like it is too long. <laughs> so anyway, um, I've got Hellraiser two. I'm with you. What's funny is I don't. The Warrens, like Edit and Lorraine, like the real people don't even like exist to me in my head anymore. No, it's I'm, just it's, yeah. it's it's Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Yes. Like they're the Warrens to me. <laughs> like they're their own characters now. Um and it's the uh it's the um Elvis scene that always sticks with me from that movie because it's like uh, there I can't recall. There are some but Is it I can't help lo- falling fall in love with you? With you yeah. And it's like I was like emotionally affected by it. It was great. Yes. <laughs> yes. And even knowing some of like the shadier stuff. Yeah, I was going to say. Of the wards, but like I completely bought into these yeah. two performances and these two people that I didn't care. No. Nope. Um, I was just so, and that's the mark of a great director and great actors. Yep. Um, a great film. A great film. And it's one of the only times I think I've been like affected, but Hellraiser 2 is just so that shit. I'm going with it. So. I love All right. It. So, what do you have on this side of the bracket? Again? I got Dawn versus um, Conjuring Two. Okay, uh, it's Dawn. It's Dawn of the Dead. I. I it's Dawn of the Dead. Uh, it's it's uh, arguably, I've some most people wouldn't argue it. I don't think uh, the greatest zombie piece of zombie fiction ever in the history of zombies, which have certainly we've certainly had a lot of zombie fiction in the last what. Uh, Decade and a half, two decades. So, it's done. It's just it's it's phenomenal. Like it's 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 a great film. There's social commentary in Night, obviously, of course. But Dawn is the one that I think set that template and set that expectation for zombie movies from there on out. It's the one yeah. that for me established a lot of what zombies movies try to say, and it also like because Night has it, but like. Dawn feels like Romero saying, "Like, no, this is this is what I'm going to do with my zombie movies." Like, yeah, it's it, well, Dawn is a statement, right? Yep. Yeah, and I and uh, I'm with you, and I think part of it too is also like Knight's primary social commentary, whether intentional or not, is commentary that was very much a response to that specific time. Not that it isn't relevant today, because it sadly is. But like it was a response to things going on at right then and there. Don's <laughs> Don's is actually a little bit ahead of its time. Um, not that materialism and, and and capitalism and stuff like that haven't been you know uh, explored pre eighties, but like Don kind of Don's a, a little bit ahead of how crazy things would get in the the following decade. Um, and, and really how crazy things have remained since then. So yeah, yeah. Don's, 
Dawn, in a lot of ways, yeah, I mean, they're both about human nature, but Dawn, that's, I mean, it is about human nature. It's about kind of the malaise of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. what you get. It also, Dawn's a funny movie. It I've, is. I've got Dawn as well here, but yeah, Dawn is, Dawn It's is, a funny movie. It's a funny movie. It, <laughs> I mean, we talk about the escalator zombie. It's great. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, great. The nurse zombie. The... I mean, the big, the big uh, finale is wacky and goofy as hell it's ridiculous it's ridiculous half the music in the movie (laughs) but like that's what makes it beautiful and wonderful and it's funny and smart Mm -hmm. yep uh so i've got dawn over hellraiser 2 yeah as well is dawn your favorite i forgot or is it day god does it depend on the day it depends on the day no pun intended yeah no um generally it's when i was growing up it was always dawn you know i mean i was blown away by don't be wrong like Day, I'm always blown away by. Even even when the first time I saw it, I was like horrified by. It. I thought it was just talk about great soundtracks too. Oh, it's my favorite <laughs> my favorite film score of all time. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. What's crazy about the day? Just for a second, let me gush about a movie that's not on this bracket for a second. Absolutely, we will do a number three bracket. We need point. to yeah. now. What's crazy about the uh, the day score to me is like I always loved it, and it always resonated with me, but I didn't truly understand how much I loved it and how. how much it encapsulates everything I love in film scores until I got the waxwork record and I listened to it front to back and I went, holy shit, this is my favorite. Like, this is the best. It doesn't get better. This is it. And John Harrison did far too little composing after that. But anyway, I need a creep show, which is great. Um, But uh, yeah, so, you know, it it, it fluctuates. It's been day for the last... (laughs) The darker the world is... The more, the more I gravitate towards day. Absolutely. Um, and unfortunately, in my opinion, the last decade or so has been a bit rough. Yeah. In terms of the world. I'm not saying my life, but the world. And so uh, day has for a while here held the top spot in terms of Romero. Yeah. But I'm always hoping Don will come back one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got to get some. I mean, Don, we need to. I guess that was a different time, too. <laughs> hey, you know what? My student loan payments got postponed by six months today. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, you know, maybe Don will be my favorite. No, Don will be your favorite. You're living, yeah. you're living yeah. uh, high on the hog now. Yeah. Fat and yeah, okay. sassy. Yeah. Um, we have got... So, what do we have now in the finals? Don and... What do we got on the other side? Um, you have Scream 2? I got Scream 2 versus Don. And I have Evil Dead 2 versus Don. Correct. I think you have a much tougher decision to make here. Um, I knew what mine was going to come down to. You, yeah, you knew it. Yeah. And and I was pretty sure. Um, I knew Don was going to win on, on the one side. I was thinking Scream would probably make it this far. Yeah, it's Don. Uh, I think Scream is, a, once again, I think Scream 2 is actually, weirdly enough, has become kind of an underrated sequel. There's a lot of weird, like, Scream 2 hate. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it existed. I don't know if it did at the time of release. It feels to me like a lot of it, too, comes from... Your mind, it's like um, the Ghostbusters 2 is the only, uh, the other one I think of, too. Like it, I, I guess it depends on when you watched it and how old you were when you watched yeah. it and when you connected to that first Scream. Because yeah. honestly, it happens in a lot of horror franchises as well, too. Because I know yeah. a lot of people just love that like first movies and then the sequels are just... They, they would... Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, but you know it's Dawn for me, for sure. I think it might be the Jerry O'Connell singing scene too. That I, I think that's fun. I love that scene. He's a uh, big dork. Like that's he's a his big, character. Yeah, this, this always yeah. Right? This is kind of an annoyance to me sometimes. Like 
if someone is a big dork in the movie and presented it, this is the guy who wears like polos tucked into khakis all the time. The whole movie. Like he's a big dorky frat guy um, with a heart of gold, I yeah. might add. Yeah. Um, but He's like, supposed to be like the opposite of Billy Loomis from the first movie. Exactly. It's why she's attracted to him. But like if he does a dorky thing and acts like a dork by singing on a table and it's you're cringing you're supposed to like it's the character (laughs) yes and it's also endearing that he's this big of a dork yeah (laughs) so sorry it's dumb not every not every character is cool as hell yeah billy loomis dripping wet (laughs) with just with whatever mysterious liquid that's Constantly, Skeet Ulrich. You're right. He's he always wet. Constantly wet. Yes, always sprayed. He's like a pro wrestler. Even on yes, even on Riverdale. Although that makes sense because Riverdale seems to be on like there seems to be fog in Riverdale at all times. At all times, <laughs> yes, yeah. Where does that take place in the Bayou? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and the Bayou, it's like the northeastern Bayou. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Wherever that somebody that lives in the northeast, tell us where the Bayou's at. Riverdale takes place in like, uh, like a like an imagination scape, like Clive Barker, like something yes. yeah, created. It's like in the Jersey mind. Tucky. Yes, <laughs> love it. Uh, Tim, what do you got, man? Your decision, I think, is going to be certainly harder than it is. But this is where I just like <clears throat> I always just uh, default to personal preference here, like what I would watch right now, and it's Evil Dead yeah. Two, um, right. because it's like my f- it's like my favorite movie of all time. It's also shorter than Dawn of the Dead. It's also shorter than Dawn of the Dead. It's not sometimes Dawn can. I have to be in the right mood for Dawn. Yes, for sure. But it's Evil Dead too. I mean, but that's, once again, this just comes down to me loving Sam Raimi and loving the Evil Dead movies and loving Ash. But Evil Dead 2 is in your top 10 of all time, right? Easily, yeah. Would you so, say it's your top 5 of all time? Yes. Um, it might be. And Raimi's got two of my favorite movies of all time and Evil Dead 2 and Spider-Man 2. I need to refresh that bad boy, that list, though. Top 10 list? Yeah, the top 10 list. I used to do that all the time. I haven't done it in a while. There may be some new movies added on there. I generally don't have an order to my list. Yeah. I don't usually like... Well, they're like the top three are generally the top, are always the top three. But then like after that, it just kind of like... I don't really think about where they fall. Yeah, I always like just start naming movies off the top of my head yeah. and then I try to order them and then I get them down into a workable list of 10 and then, yeah, you're right. Like They just kind of meld together. They kind of meld yeah. together but I will pick out, yeah, the top one or two. Yeah. Like those are the ones I'll, I'll highlight as my favorite. What are your top three right now like movies off the top of your head if you had to, I'm not holding this to you, like holding you to this, just like if you could name your favorite three movies all time. Off the top of my head, yeah. and I'm only I'm going to limit this to one Sam Raimi movie. Okay, you don't have to. That's I, I, there's no rules here. I think I'm going to though. Sure. So I am going to say, off the top of my head, Evil Dead Two. <laughs> this one popped in the head, and <coughs> you'll think I'm crazy. Well, first I'll just say Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, uh, and then Jackie Brown. Wow, my favorite Tarantino movie. Um, and Tarantino that's has a cool like, list. Yeah, has become one of my favorite. Yeah, he's probably one of my favorite directors as well. So that's a cool list. Yeah, well, what's yours? What's yours? What's your top three? Blade Runner, Halloween, Aliens. Yeah, see, yours is yeah. Yeah, is I think stuff. that's my top three. I was the trying th- to the thing and Aliens always kind of do this thing where they flip flop. Yeah, um, that's ha- up there too. Halloween was in on the tip of my tongue. I went with Jackie Brown. Yeah. Um, because I do absolutely adore that movie. So, yeah. Maybe. But Halloween is the Carpenter one that I cuz I wanted to have a Carpenter one on there and I was like is it Prince of Darkness? Um, that's or that that's, thing? In, that's but, not in my top 10 Prince of Darkness isn't but it, like 
but it's, of, it's not far out. Prince of Darkness is like moving up for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. God, let me, let me see if I can I write off my top 10 really quick just before yeah, we go. go uh, yeah. So Blade Runner, Aliens, Halloween, The Thing, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Those are both my top 10. So I've got two Carpenters and two Romeros, which I feel very happy about. Uh, planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, heat. See, I get stuck. Uh, Lost Boys and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Very nice. There you go. That's my top ten. Very nice. I'm but then, like, it. not yeah. far after, it's like, like Prince of Darkness, Ghostbusters is is in my top twenty. Because now I'm Karate about, Kid. Yeah, now I'm thinking about like Rocky. Yep, Rocky Four. Which Indiana Jones movie I want to pick and pull out of there? Probably, okay, probably yeah. Temple. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, um, Breakfast Club. Spider-Man Two was the one. That's my second Raimi movie. Yeah. Jurassic Park's up there for me. Okay. The 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 first. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, I've that's my top that's, ten. I know that's always been one of your favorites. Friday Thirteen Part Four is in my top probably thirty or forty movies. See, I'm a Part Six guy. I don't know if I have any Friday like Friday Thirteenth is this weird. It's thing. not a top ten. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not top ten, but like it's my favorite franchise though. It's my favorite, fr- but it's, yeah. that's because it's just so. It's like a fist. It's Collectively, only, it's yeah. It's it's only strong when you make a fist. <laughs> it's like getting fisted. <laughs> <laughs> Get fisted. Get fisted with Friday the Thirteenth. Um. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um. Cool. Excellent. I'm trying fun. to think of a. Uh, if there's anything else that we want to say. I don't think so. Willie, you want to wing it next time? Or do you want to like go old school, do a movie? Do you want to do a third, the third movie bracket? What do you want to do? Man. Next time. I don't know, Tim. You know, it's... Have you been itching to do any movies lately? Like, have you been... We've been doing this, and you're like... You're like oh, it's been a little while since we've done a movie, but, I, you know, it's it's like... Is there something that I'm gravitating towards? I don't know. Like, the answer... Yeah, no, I don't think there is necessarily. Okay. Um, yeah, should we just do Prince of? Dark- we done? Have we done Prince of Darkness before? We definitely done Prince of Darkness before. Wasn't it on a triple though? It was on a triple. Episode. I'm gonna have to go back and double check, but I'm pretty sure you're right. So let's let's plan on that. Um, I'd like to talk some Carpenter. It's been a little while. You know, like, yeah, I know we talked about Prince of Darkness, and I know we talked about. Most of his movies that we that we are fans of. I'm like, gonna have to go back through the like honestly go on the website and look, but we'll plan on Prince of Darkness. I'd love to just talk more Prince of Darkness. Yeah, but yeah. if you uh, if we decide not to, if we're like we did a whole movie, we did do don't a whole get episode, mad at us. Don't get. We'll probably end up doing it again. Um, but also like uh, if you spend like three ninety nine to rent it, don't get mad at us. Uh, yeah, get, that's true. Yeah, we will not be reimbursing you three ninety nine. No. So you you are doing this at your own risk. Go back and listen to whatever we talked about before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but man, let's, I love Prince Darkness. Yeah, let's do. Let's go. Old. You got me thinking about it. You know, let's do an old school episode. We'll do a class of whatever year it came out. We'll do some. I feel we'll, like we've we'll talked about this before. We've never done a full episode on Prince Darkness. Though. No, we're gonna do. We're gonna do the old school format. We're gonna talk about. What came out? We're gonna to talk, talk about the Excellent. news at the time. We're gonna kick it old school next. Eighty seven, I think. I think so. Yeah. 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 Excellent. All we'll right. Talk about some Alice Cooper. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Sick. Uh, uh, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Take care.